And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Pat. Yes, sir. I have an email from Billy Stein up in Aiken. All right. He said he believes he has uncovered a rare combination of end of the world and new foghornable phrase. He said, forgive me, but I watched the opening ceremonies of the Olympic Games. NBC trotted out and dusted off the redoubtable Katie Couric as commentator. Sure. She informed us that many of the visual effects of the ceremony would be seen by the TV audience, but would, but would not be visible by the people in the stadium due to a computer-generated augmented reality. How close are we to the doublespeak 1984? I thought I may have misheard her, but there she was Sunday night extolling the wonderful augmented realities of the Olympic Games. What the hell are augmented realities? Well, I think it's like watching a Star Wars episode, uh, movie in 2018 instead of the original, which they did all the stuff, Yeah, right? They had to... They had to build a ship and uh, take, uh, now, you know, it's computer-generated uh, amenities apparently are offered to the broadcast. You're, you're not only, you know, now I guess if they if they were going to have Queen Elizabeth jump out of the uh, helicopter like she did in uh, in London, yeah. they'd just maybe computer-generated, I, I guess. guess. That's, that's yeah. what I'm guessing what the augmented is. It doesn't sound... Sounds cheesy to me, doesn't it? But don't we when you when you're paying probably three thousand a pop to go to the opening ceremonies, you should get to see everything. I want to see it all. I had forgotten that the queen jumped out of the chopper. Yeah, she was pretty good. Pretty damn good performance for her. She had to be what then eighty, didn't she? Oh yeah, at least she's ninety now. She had to be eighty. What are you? Are you sweltering down there? It is a little steamy today, but mm-hmm. it's beautiful up here in the press box right now. Uh, I, I would say it's perfectly comfortable, although I did hear some of the locals saying it's a little too hot for this time of year, but uh, not for me. It's uh, low 80s, I guess. That's little, why you're there. A little humidity, yes, yes. That's oh, exactly I can right. smell the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And well, that's salt water. I, you you got to get a little closer to smell it than, than I am out here in the jungle. But that's no, I okay. know. But I, that humidity would uh, would oh, uh, yeah, remind sure. me of the sea. Yes. Now you and I had took the same joy in watching Ted Potter Jr. Yep. Stare down Dustin Johnson yeah. yesterday, only giving up. 50 60 yards on the driving holes right it was amazing it was and this guy now i tweeted out uh a couple hours early you know early in the match i said this guy looks like somebody who shows up at 3 45 p.m every summer day to get the twilight rated shamanix you yep. know yep and then somebody else said i'm surprised he got four days off of Pep boys to uh, to end up uh, playing in this tournament, and then you uh, suggested perhaps he was a security guard at a mall. Well, he, in Bob. fact, he looks. I, I can't put my finger on it. I know somebody who looks like him. <laughs> he's it he's is. he's up against you know the the probably the best athletic golfer in the history of the world. Yes, in yeah. Dustin Johnson, <laughs> as you say, seventy five yards shy of him every time you got to have a driver in your hand, and he beat the hell out of him. Yeah, he's. Uh, I was reading more stuff about him today. Apparently, he's a uh, his caddy. He's had a lifelong buddy of his as his caddy, and has been caddying for him on every goofy tour there is out there. Hooters, and he was on a 
up something called the Moonlight Tour, which is a one-day event thing somewhere mm-hmm. in Florida or someplace. But uh, he uh, apparently isn't a real sit-up guy or no. isn't a real uh, workout guy. He's uh, he he just likes to hit golf balls, and he's and, a lefty. Yeah, he's a right. He's a right natural right-hander who ended up hitting left-handed. So. I think that's true of Phil that he yes, he mimicked his father by standing opposite him, and that turned him into a left-handed golfer. But he's a right-handed and everything else. But he was an automaton yesterday. He mm-hmm. never hit a bad shot. He mm-hmm. just hit it in the middle of the fairway. How about poor Troy Merritt from uh, Spring Lake Park, our local guy? Hits one and it stays in the tree, and he makes eight. Mm-hmm. Cost him. Thousands, uh, a lot of tens money. of thousands of dollars. He would have. He had a chance to tie for second, and he ends up uh, probably twentieth or so. Uh, now most of the big hitters are going to go to L.A. for the yes, uh, Riviera. Uh, I think Aldrich's going to show up there. Yeah, he right? is. At Riviera. Yeah. Yes. And Potter, he he makes a million three and gets himself an invite to the Masters. Uh, yes, he does. And as Phil said, another course made for lefties. Mm-hmm. He's, he, Phil said that uh, Pebble Beach is uh, favors lefties, and uh, and he also said you know and Augusta, of course, always legendary for favoring lefties. So, who knows? He hits it like that. Now Augusta's longer than they don't play Pebble Beach uh, way back like they do at the U.S. Open for this one. They only played paid it played it what seventy one hundred or something like that. How good so. a golfer must Larry Fitzgerald be? He must be pretty good. They say he's a thirteen. Yeah. I don't know. He won the pro I played with his daddy. I said on uh, Twitter that maybe he's a sandbagger just like his daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he won it easy. They won it by, what, six, seven strokes. Mm-hmm. So I checked today. I was trying to get him on the air to talk about it, uh, and I, I talked to his dad today. And uh, his dad said that Larry was in the air heading for the Olympics where he's making appearances for uh, Visa. For uh, some up, so he was uh, he was kind of a world tour here, but uh, that kid has really turned out to be something. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame football player, big personality, uh, loves to go to events, uh, big charity guy too, terrific charity guy. So then um, comes back home and does clinics for the you know under undernourished kids and stuff like that. He's a he's a hell of a kid. Are you watching any of the Olympics? Wait, wait, wait. Before you, uh, let's, let me interject here because I just thought of this. Brad Lane just brought me in some 1,500 ESPN golf balls mm-hmm. for the uh, Venture Bank Minnesota Golf Show. I That's, think he meant to give those to me. Well, mm-hmm. I only got one. Oh. He's probably going to give you the rest of the box. And a tee, but it reminded me, Steve Russian from Sports Illustrated did the sports shirt stag at Nativity this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. He yes. was the featured speaker. I had never met him. I had no idea what he was like in person, even though I've read his stuff. Um, he talked about some great things in Minnesota, and he came back one year to play golf with Governor Ventura. Okay. And, of course, they played up at, uh, <laughs> where are they, Edinburgh or TCP, whatever they, uh, mm-hmm. I forget where they played. Well, the mayor is, uh, the, the governor is a member of TPC Twin Cities, or he was. That, he? Must, that must be where but they it played. Could have been. He, he could have also been playing for free at Edinburgh. Too. True. Well, uh, they were playing, and they were just you know casually chatting and, and having a good time. And then they came to a water hole, mm-hmm. and the governor gets out his extender, yeah, and he's putting the he's looking for balls in the drink. <laughs> yeah, and Steve says, Man, "Governor, what are you?" Heart. He says, "What are you doing?" 
Ah, uh, yeah, you know, Steve, these Callaways are about five bucks a pop, and you can find a whole bunch in here and come out with a bag. He said it was the most, he said it was bizarre, it was charming, yeah. but it was very bizarre, and Brad handing me this golf ball reminded me that uh, he was going through, and he wasn't wasted any they were he was going after it he was he had the ball retractor i can identify i think there's i like finding golf balls better than playing golf (laughs) it's more satisfying well yeah but uh, five bucks a pop yeah when russian told that story it didn't surprise you at all uh, no no i was uh, having worked with him i was looking around the room going yeah and everybody else was laughing as if they heard it the first time still trying to get your free big back from uh the uh timberwolves scoring 100 points or whatever it was i should just go get a receipt and just mail him a couple (laughs) you know just mail him out is he off the grid is he in mexico we don't Um, even know do we he splits his time the winner yeah yeah I'm sure he's down uh, off the grid right now, but um, where he's at locally here, uh, he has been seen and heard because uh, my daughter just drove home a neighbor who said they uh, they walk their dog somewhat often. Uh-huh. Still out Pine Tree Way? Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh-huh. And he doesn't want anybody to know where he lives, which is why he's got Ventura Highway written all over the front <laughs> gate. <laughs> or at least he did when the last time I saw it. You know, when I was doing my uh, golf uh, series all the time, I played it with a guy at uh, Meadowbrook who would tee off at 4.30 every morning and wear, it wasn't night goggles, but he wore some kind of yellow-tinted goggles that he he thought made him see better. Mm -hmm. And he'd go out every morning at 4.30 and find golf balls, and then he'd sell them to people. He'd have a trunk full, like you could get 50 of them for you know, four bucks or something. Now, some of them had been, some of them had been buried in the woods for uh, twenty years. Well, they weren't weren't the highest of quality, but uh, he was a beauty. That guy. Why don't we take He's, a break? Hang you'd on. hit a ball, and then you had to look for twenty new ones, <laughs> different <laughs> ones. Live in the TCL broadcast studios, Patrick. The what is uh, is Butler locked in to be a Timberwolf next year? Yes. Yeah. His, uh, and then it's up in the air. Then uh, after that, he will be a free agent okay. unless he signs an extension or mm-hmm. something. Yes. They won they last night. Yeah, it wasn't easy against no. a bad team. They uh, they got a tough schedule coming up right now. Uh, Houston. They got twelve games here coming up. Uh, nine really tough ones, including three against Houston, which is uh, probably the right with Golden State, the best team in the league right now. So let me so, ask you guys something: How can you pay attention to other sports when the Olympics are going on? I was just saying earlier, Kenny, I wish there was an app, there probably is, that would beep me to alert me to watch downhill skiing. That's really all I want to see. You like the, like the speed around the gates and that Love stuff? Love when they throw themselves down a mountain. What Lindsay does. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I want to see that. That is impressive. The, I like what Lindsay does. I was telling Rook here off the air, I'm pretty sure I could step into that to ski jumping today and gold medal right away. That looks mm-hmm. like the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. Well, you're locked, you're locked in. Oh, oh, You go up in the air, you put your arms back, you land, boom, you're done, you win. Yeah. 
Apparently, uh, the yeah. wind yeah. is howling there and screwing. <laughs> well, it's too up. wintry. It's the winter games, but they're saying yeah, it's but, too wintry. Yeah, but there's certain events you can't uh, compete in uh, right. normally, and with a thirty mile an hour wind is blowing. Right. They were having problems yesterday on the. I think they call it slope style with mm-hmm. the ski boards. Yeah, snowboard, yeah, snowboarding. Yeah, they, they were, they were having a killing lot of... each other. Yeah, they and were falling on the. You're right. Face. Watching the ski jumps, they'd they'd go sit on the rail, then they'd come off, then they'd go sit on the rail, and, and I guess it was just freezing up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what about the luge? You think you could try it? You think you could do the luge, no, Such? No. Really? No, I don't want any part of it. That looks tough to you, huh? I'd only get in a bobsled, again, if it looked like the one that the guy in Wilmer made to go off his roof. <laughs> what if? I don't want I don't want anything that's going to go 400 rocket, miles an hour. Wilmer's rocket man? I want the rocket man sleigh. I what want if, the bob sleigh. My, uh, my Olympic total at the moment is uh, about three minutes. Mm-hmm. I just uh, doesn't didn't do much for me. So uh, talking to to the wife yesterday, and I didn't realize this was such a big issue. I said, "Well, now that they've gold medal, you know, they've got nothing to do for the next two weeks. They just basically get drunk and bang." Mm-hmm. And she goes, uh, "Not only that, they have left a, an, uh, uh, a record amount of condoms this year at the Olympic, like hundreds of thousands. Don't we hear that every year, though? Every year. Isn't it like after a munchkin party? And I, yeah, it's almost a, I, yeah. an Olympic story. It's How many a, condoms did we distribute? It is a story, yeah. and they've distributed more this year than they ever have in the past because I guess it's just nonstop knocking boots once you've meddled. <laughs> well, a lot of them do go home too. You know, more so in the summer, I think. These well, who's done already? To do. uh, I think it starts with the two-man luge, too. Those are the guys that are really, uh, <laughs> you know, you got, hey. you got Ed up there keeping you warm. Hey, and, you know hey, what? Jack, don't get excited <laughs> back You've been there. working for four years. You're done. Why not live it up? You yeah, but who's to. done already? They just started. Some of them have already got gold medals, yeah, don't they? Yeah, some but, of the skaters. Uh, Red does. What I do love is the figures. Every, they know all the women like to watch figure skating, so they keep inventing new figure skating events like team competition, so they can keep them skating every night, even though uh, it's it's completely made up horse crap. You know, did you watch? Use. Did you watch any last night, Patrick? Any of the uh, figure skating? No, I did not. Oh my this God. was team now, right? No, it was individual last night, and this Russian chick was unbelievable. I have to say, I was pretty impressed. I thought we weren't going to let them show up, and now they're winning everything. Yeah. They're the, the athletes from the country of Russia. Right. And they don't get to have a, a anthem when they win because it's a lousy anthem anyway and boring. Well, and you got that screwball sister hanging around, and everybody no, she went home. Oh, good, she went get home. rid of her. She's the minister of propaganda and agitation, which sounds like something <laughs> you'd be. <laughs> if he goes to North Korea, we got a replacement. Pat's yeah. going to be the. I'll be your agitation <laughs> guy. Uh, did you see any of the women's hockey? I did not. It was actually it was really competitive and a lot of fun until this morning <laughs> when South Korea got beat eight zero by who? I think it was Sweden or no. Finland or somebody. Switzerland like. beat them eight zero too the other day. <laughs> was there been well, any men's hockey yet? Hey, Kenny, this so. poor gal from who played at UMD and was born in Faribault. Lamoureux? No, the coach Murray. Oh, oh. Sarah, the coach Sarah Murray, I think her name is. Uh, it was coaching the Korean team for four years, and then at the last minute they said, okay, we're sending you 12 North Koreans, and you have to have at least three of them on the ice at one time. Oh, boy. So they, with a 
about two weeks to go beforehand, 12 North Koreans showed up, and now she's got, she had to change her team. They weren't going to be very good anyway. All right, and you've, you've got me terribly confused. There's one Korean women's hockey team? There's yes, Korea. joint. Everything in Korea is joint. I'll okay. be damned. So that's and, the team I saw this morning, then, Pat. Yes, and they have they, they have to have three Koreans and three North Koreans in a lineup at all times. Oh, well, let me tell you, they were they looked like the Wild on uh, last Thursday night. They were just <laughs> awful. The one where Matthew well, Mikulski was ready to just uh, just pack it in. There's a there's a gal from Minnesota who's was born in Korea, got adopted, and now she's playing for the team. She said when she joined the team, they had to teach them how to get over the boards. Oh, boy. So oh boy. Uh, the uh, the fact they're only losing 8 to nothing is a triumph. Well, what about the, the Lamoureux twins, though, are playing for us? And, Still? Uh, I think so. I swear I saw heard their names were mentioned. Well, I don't know why they just don't let everybody else play and then have the U.S. play Canada for the gold medal for the 23rd straight time. All the uh, uh, stick and ball nerds around here are pretty upset that the uh, NHLers can't play. I, I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. Well, I don't mind watching amateurs play. What's the big deal? What, what Did the NHL finally determine they couldn't afford this? Yes, yeah. they didn't, especially going to Korea on right. goofy times of night that they'd be playing. They, there was nothing in it for the NHL. No, it was costing them too much. Well, it costed them three weeks primo season, you know, right. two weeks. So, But they're playing amateurs from around the world, so what's the big deal, right? right? Well, I think the K, I think the Russians got a lot. Of, they closed down that pro league of theirs, the KHL, which is the second best league in the world, and they got a bunch of they got a bunch of their better players, not the NHL ones, but the very good ones. Our Wild, by the way, continue to be unknowable. It just hey, uh, they beat the Black they beat the Blackhawks. Blackhawks are very good. To. No, no, mm-hmm. it's amazing that they they have fallen off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, hold that thought, Patrick. We're going to take a break and. I guess there's some commie curler we're supposed to be all excited about. Really? Anastasia Brislagova. Okay, hey, haven't I'm seen sick. her. What haven't about uh, Cheryl Bernard? She's nobody can replace Cheryl Bernard. Yeah. I don't think she's back. Who though, is she? She no. was the uh, Canadian, Canadian housewife. Oh, yeah. I do remember. Well, this her commie's this. a good looker. She's oh, a really? good looker. Yeah. There's a lot of ruskies over yeah. there that are good looking. I think it's going to be on four o'clock our time, CNBC, if I remember right. Here's John. By the Hyde. way, Joe. Yeah. Six twenty-eight. Six twenty nine a.m. right now, and it's six twenty nine a.m. tomorrow in uh, Korea right now. Wow! So. All right, here's Johnny. Hey, Hyde. I got one for you, Johnny Height. Yes, sir. A Did joke? you know North Korea has a half hour different time than South Korea? I, Just to well, be contrary, I found that out myself. I found that out from your tweet the other day. Yes, because <laughs> I, I I typed in Pong Yang instead of Pong Wang Chang, wow. and it was a half hour different. Yeah. Half hour and and people they, were well, trying to explain. Probably cautious of Twitter reader, readers. <laughs> Does she look determined, Kenny? Yeah, I love the concentration on the face of the curlers. <laughs> they are willing. Hey, have you seen the two man curling team? Now that's fun. Do they ride oh, piggyback? Really? No, <laughs> like like luge. <laughs> hey, uh, a little more to the left, Larry. No, the, the gal that throws the rock as soon as she thro- uh, throws it, she starts sweeping yeah, like a son of a gun. Chases huh? it down and starts sweeping. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Partly cloudy. Okay. You, you don't seem that uh, interested, Pat. Oh, my. Uh, she's not curling on the beach there. Not oh curling. I found your Russian suit. Anastasia. She's, she's a curler. Scantily clad. She's married to her <laughs> curling partner. 
Uh, okay, then. She's off limits. A mm-hmm. few clouds and well. 11 degrees. <laughs> John struggling mightily to get a word in. The Wilds' Devin Dubnik is the third star of the week in the NHL. He was 2-0-1 during the week. Had a shutout and a 1.96 goals against average for the week. Uh, The Wild will play the Rangers tomorrow night at the Excel Energy Center. So you guys... Johnny, I got a question for you. Are we just going back to riding the horse here with Doobie? Is Stalock getting pushed to the side? We haven't heard from Mr. Stalock for a while. Not not lately. He spends too much time out of the net. He's hard to watch. It's very frustrating (laughs) watching that guy. Uh, But you say the Hawks are bad. They're not as bad as the Coyotes, right? No, they're not. Ooh. The Coyotes trounced the Wild. Yeah, and uh, we shut out uh, the Blackhawks, so yeah. what's going on there? Well, according to Judd, don't get too excited about it. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I'm well. done. I, I'm picking another team. Uh, oh. Kenny, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, 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 they've made it very easy to be uninterested in them. Oh, they're just so maddening. Oh. It's so irritating Jeez. to see what oh, we saw no. last Thursday. I'm taking a, a, a different viewpoint. They're laying in the weeds. Remember last year when all expectations were high? John, you got no shot. They're laying in none, the weeds right now. No. Yeah. News notes from today. Uh, Kara Levin's news director is stepping down, Jane Helmke. Uh, she's been with CARE for 35 years, hasn't been news director that long. She was named news director in 2011. Uh, she's stepping down to spend more time with her family. She's been on personal leave uh, so she could assist her partner who's battling cancer. Uh, Stacy Nogi, the assistant news director, is continuing to run news operations on a daily basis. And a station spokesperson said it's just starting the process of looking for a full-time replacement for Helmke. She started 35 years ago as an intern. Helmke did. Moved her way up the ladder. Minnesota State Patrol says the driver of a semi that went off Highway 71 near Sauk Center this morning and into the Sauk Lake was able to exit the vehicle. Yeah, what was he carrying, John? I I don't know. Oh, you don't? I thought that's why you brought it in. No. He was carrying, to quote the story, animal parts. Oh. It was a rendering truck. Did uh, we think he nodded (laughs) off or what? Did he get a little sleepy? I don't know. What happened? We don't know, Pat. Sergeant Jesse Grable of the State Patrol said the driver suffered injuries that are not considered life-threatening. It happened about a quarter to ten this morning. He fell asleep. Grable said the semi reportedly got up on the guardrail, then went over the overpass and into the lake. Big mistake when we started cracking down on amphetamines with uh, (laughs) truck drivers. Keep them awake. That's the secret of success. (laughs) Taking little white pills and my eyes are open wide, as the song says. That's right. Entertainment news, local. Uh, Hamilton uh, finally will show up in Minneapolis in August. A six-week run of the blockbuster musical at the Orpheum will kick off the Hennepin Theater Trust 2018-2019 season. Uh, It's a musical, if you're not familiar with it, everybody pretty much is, I think. Adapted from Lin-Manuel Miranda, who also originated the lead. It comes from Ron Chernow's best-selling biography of Alexander Hamilton, tracing his rise to power from his college days uh, to serving as the first secretary of the treasury to his meeting with Aaron Burr on a oh, dueling field. Sounds it's not a completely accurate rendering of the of his life history, though, is it, Jen? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think I we drift off a little time-wise and stuff. But oh, the ending is there. you got to put songs in it. It can't be accurate. <laughs> uh, there are songs, yes. Many songs. <laughs> Who knows? Alexander might have been a crooner. He, he didn't. He was tone deaf. <laughs> he was tone deaf. Another State Fair concert announced. After all, the State Fair is only six months away from Yes, it is. Uh, Jason Moraz will headline Tuesday, August 28th. Well, you might see him, John. I might. I, yeah. There's things by him I don't mind, but yeah. I probably won't go see him. Hum a, hum a few bars. How would I know him? <laughs> this is the third show announced so far for this year's fair. Opening night will be 
Nial Horan, who I believe is a uh, one that the teenagers go wild for, the teenage mm-hmm. gals. Huh? Then on Friday, August 24th, Sugarland will play the fair, and uh, Mraz now announced for the following Tuesday. John, you weren't here for this musical coincidence Friday, Uh-oh. but uh, Kenny was. Uh, so Linda Ronstadt was our Friday Fun Fest musical guest. That uh-huh. scared the hell out of me, John, and, when I found and, out. And so I looked up. To see her romantic life, right? Yeah, uh, sure. See who, because she was, had an interesting one, and her the real love of her life was J.D. Souter, right? Sure. The first guy, right? Okay. So now I look to see what happened to him. He was playing at Hopkins yeah. Saturday night. I actually knew Saturday that. night. Yeah, yeah. I, I love so, that uh, venue. So I, I thought it was quite the coincidence. Concerts. That's what I thought. So Brooke, is that Jason Mraz? Yeah, a little montage. A montage? Sounds like a gal. This is awful. Sounds like a gal. Is he a gal? He's a lover, not a fighter. He has two different kinds of music. One would be the stuff you'd hear on the top 40 stations. Oh, this is just awful. John, I'm confusing him with Alan Stone. Uh, yes. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Never mind. You ain't going to see this guy. No. Uh, Moraz will play. This guy play. could be in Hamilton. This one well, makes no, me no, want to no, put Mar- an ice pick no. in my ears. Now, <laughs> will you guys shut up and listen to me for a second? Okay. Moraz will pull out a, an acoustic guitar and do songs alone, and he's quite good doing that. So you got to sit through all that other garbage. Exactly. Right. Well, probably at the concert, you probably have to sit through a lot of the garbage. Yeah, there's Sounds not like enough weed an... in the world to get me to go to <laughs> Sounds like that annoying little guy, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Boy, I can't stand him. He's, yeah. he's a little more lively. Chicks love Ed Sheeran, man. He creeps me out. I guarantee you Ed Sheeran puts his wiper blades up when it's snowing out. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and if Pat walked by at a concert, he would whack him right off. off. Right. <laughs> in Massachusetts, police in the city of Barnstable have arrested a man they dubbed the Obit Bandit. He would break into people's homes while they attended wakes or funeral oh. services for loved ones. What famous oh. author lived in Barnstable? I don't know. Kurt Vonnegut. Really? Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. Before he moved to the city, he moved to Manhattan then, right? No, I, I know that, Pat, but he lived in, he lived in <laughs> okay, Barnstable for okay, a while. Right? He was out on the Because he and Wicker lived in the same building. Oh, really? Yeah, Wicker and his wife uh, lived in the same building in New York. Well, yeah. I wonder how long it would have taken me to get that uh, to get that Long trivia. time, long probably. Time. Uh, 35-year-old Randy Brunell of Plymouth arrested after he allegedly broke into a home in the Contuit neighborhood of Barnstable. He was found with several items of stolen jewelry in his pockets. Barnstable police said in a post on its Facebook page, the homeowner had been attending her mother's wake at the time of the house. Uh, heist, That's excuse a me. bad guy. Yeah, right there, karma there. Karma when you bad go to the pearly guy. gates. And there was this incident. He actually, mm-hmm. uh, there's about six recent incidents, and he had already served time in prison for doing the same thing in 2012, hmm. using the same M.O. Uh, so when it starts happening, they know where to look, I take it. Yes. He happened to be in the area. That's how they discovered it was him. They stopped him and found all the stuff in his car. So, <laughs> Authorities say heavy fog apparently factored a fatal crash in a, on a southern Wisconsin highway today. That involved about 20 vehicles. Dane County Sheriff Spokeswoman Elise Schaefer said one person died, six others injured in the pileup on eastbound Highway 18 just south of Verona this morning. One of the six injured was transported to the hospital by a helicopter. Sheriff's officials say poor visibility due to heavy patches of fog believed to be a contributing factor. The sheriff's office said uninjured drivers and passengers were taken to the Verona Fire Department. The eastbound lanes were expected to be closed until late this afternoon. Did you see what we had down here in Florida? The 99-year-old guy who uh, was on the wrong side of the highway and killed two teenagers. Oh, no. And then he just died this morning, so... 
The 99-year-old fella? 99-year-old, but uh, he ran into two teenagers. Yikes. Probably best for him that he didn't take make them it keys away when you get to be yeah, about ninety. He wouldn't be able to live with himself. If, if he had any family members, wouldn't you? You know, yeah. seriously, just say, "Yes, hey pops, well, yeah. how about you give me the keys?" At that point, I don't though, think I'd be that nice. Just take him. You <laughs> yeah. just take him away. You just keep yeah. hiding the keys. Yeah. yeah. What's he gonna do? You just push him back down in his chair. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Kenny. Shut up, Grandpa. Yeah, you're right. Don't feed him. Watch the bobber, Grandpa. Kenny won't let me talk over this one. Oh, isn't this wonderful? <laughs> you missed it. Um, Royce spent a lot of time talking about this movie. Was it Thursday, Pat? Yeah. I, I heard that. that. Oh, you were here. I was here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pat, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, because you're in Florida and I'm here, yes. uh, this was a bit of an on-air meeting. You Did you send me an email today? Uh, 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 yes, I did. Saying it was a two-word thing about the Olympics, right? Uh, yes, I sent you a thing about the snowboarding. Yeah. Did you know on the bottom of that there's about three stories about Selminio? <laughs> well, that is today's today in history. Oh, okay. today in history, he got stabbed to death uh, today in 1976. I was so. very confused. I thought at first somebody may have hacked you because all of a sudden here was. Uh... Oh, well, you know, I thought maybe you had urges for. What sale, movie were so. you referring to? Who? Uh, Just, oh, Jackie Brown. Oh, Jackie, Brown. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Yeah. 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 When she's driving off into the, I mean, it's played throughout the movie, but when she's driving off at the end, that's the movie. Oh, you were, were you here song. when we talked about it, Such? I, I, wait, my microphone stand's falling apart. <laughs> Careful. Uh, I was so upset at the end of the movie, she invites him along. Like, <laughs> Let's run off together. We got all this yeah. cash. You don't this, ruin it for me. I'm this big, buxom, gorgeous black babe, and I'm asking you, dumb yeah. cracker, to come with? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he I think I'm going to stay here in <laughs> South Central. Give me a he, break. He knew she'd find some big hunk of a guy and drop him like a bad habit in about two days. So That's okay. Like, It'd be yeah. worth it. <laughs> be worth it. A story that, uh, well, it has a sad ending, but... Uh, a woman has died after being hit by a train while taking a selfie with a friend on a railroad track in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. The victim, named locally as 28-year-old Wailalak Sukuma, mm-hmm. had been drinking with a group of friends near the Samson train station in Bangkok's Phaya Thai district before the incident at 4 in the morning local time. She was hit while trying to take a picture with an outgoing train in the background but failed to spot an oncoming train oh, approaching the station. Nothing good happens at 4 a.m. <laughs> that's what my alarm should say when right. it goes off. Right. A man who is believed to be a work colleague of the victim was also knocked unconscious by the train, suffering a head injury and a broken arm. Uh, the group regularly apparently hung out near the railway station drinking beer, according to officials. One official saying the difference is that this time they were taking selfies, too, their friend said they didn't see the train approaching on the platform. Uh, the number of selfie deaths has risen from 15 in 2014 to more than 70 in 2016 in that area of the world, according to the latest data available. And in fact, Mumbai recently announced a selfie ban in 16 areas of the city in response to a higher number of selfie deaths being reported in India. I'm proud That's... to say I've yet to take one. Take selfie? A... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a train. Every time I do it, I've got it aimed the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you've tried. I get a picture of something. But... Joe, there's a button on your phone. You just hit it and it reverses yeah, I don't everything. want to fool with that. <laughs> Update on the story from last week. Remember the uh, 
the sketch, the suspect sketch that yeah. we all made ding, fun of. Ding, ding, yeah. Police say that sketch helped investigators identify a suspect no, in yeah, a theft from yeah. a Pennsylvania they, farmer's uh, market. They arrested Jason Mraz? It's a remarkable <laughs> likeness. It really is, the side-by-side pictures. Yeah. Yes. A Lancaster Well, pol- you didn't know. That, that was already out when you read the story last week. That's what I was trying to tell you. Was it? Yeah, well, I hadn't because seen. they had the. Suspect. Oh, you weren't here Friday. They right. had the not sus- here Friday. They That's had the cat scan money for Johnny. <laughs> they had the suspect and the drawing side by side. Oh, so this is an old story. That's an old story, me. John. Wow. Hmm. All right, we'll skip that. Well, it's one. nothing. Reavers wouldn't have done. <laughs> Where is Francis? Hey, anyway? Isn't it kind of nice that it's drama free today? There's not really a lot of drama <laughs> going on. Did we finally take away his pass key? Or yeah. what? What's going on? Where I think he's someplace <laughs> warm. Yeah, oh, well, is. I guess he's the smart one. Yeah. Him and Roycey. Roycey, is it like 87 down there? Is that what it I'm is? hearing? I don't know what it is. It's very nice, though. Well, I'll tell you, because i got to look it up. <laughs> I was just thinking about Jackie Brown. Yeah. And you know what Tarantino <laughs> yeah. did? Huh. He revitalized Robert Forster's career with that movie. Yeah. He pretty much disappeared from the face of the earth. He's been in a lot of stuff ever since then. He was 83, real. Kenny. Yeah, he was really good in that. That's a mm. little too balmy, Such Not for mm. me. A little too hot. No, I love too it. Too hot. Uh, Patrick, I'm sorry. I know you hate these stories. Pediatricians in Los Angeles said they were treating an 11-year-old boy's skin abscess when they made an unusual discovery. Ooh. A live snail inside the wound. Oh, my God. Oh. How's that happen, John? Why well, would you do this? Doctor, so is he eating undercooked escargot? <laughs> no, what? no. Uh, okay. Dr. Albert Kate, an assistant professor of pediatrics at Loma Linda University in Los Angeles, said in a case report published by the website BMJ Case Reports <laughs> that an 11-year-old boy came into the pediatric ward with a skin abscess about a week after he had scraped his elbow in a tide pool on a California beach. Oh, yeah. are. Kate yeah. said he and his colleagues followed regular procedure for such wounds by lancing and draining it. They soon discovered a hard object measuring two hundredths inches in diameter. Closer inspection revealed the object was a snail, later identified as a checkered periwinkle marine snail. Kate said he was... Oh. So they're like leeches, huh, Johnny? They like to suck that blood. Kate... I wonder if they didn't get it out if he would have just been really slow all his life. <laughs> Come on, cross the street, Billy. I'm getting there. I'm coming. I'm running as fast as I can. The doctor said he was surprised to find the snail was still alive. Kate said doctors figured this out, that the boy apparently had gotten the snail's egg embedded in his elbow when he scraped it, and the mollusk later hatched inside the boy's arm. Why the hell would you bring this story in? So what we've learned here is that snails have a very uh, rapid gestation period. Is that what Uh, you're telling me, Apparently, yeah, very quickly. Not like elephants, which take like a year and a half, you know, much quicker. You, You know, when you birth a giraffe, they're walking within an hour. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm glad to hear it. Your, your, bo- yeah. your bobber's still up? Or- <laughs> Good job. Looks like, looks like you got a fish on, boy. <laughs> Did you hear about the uh, snail? here in the back of the boat. <laughs> Did you hear about the snail that wanted to, uh, to buy a car? He Look went to the dealership. Go. <laughs> wow. God. Rook, it's a 40-year-old joke. What the, you you know, do 40-year-old jokes for a living. Just let him have his punchline. All right, Rook, go and do it. Okay, I will. 
So the snail walks into the um, the snail walks very slowly into the dealership, and as he's talking to the car salesman, uh, he says, "I'll take that Cadillac right over, but you got to do me a favor. I want a big S painted on the uh, passenger side, and a big S painted on the driver's side, and an S painted on the hood and the." Um, trunk of the car. Yeah. And the sales guy says, well, why do you why do you want to do that, Mr. Snail? And the snail looks at him and says, because when I drive by, I want people to say, look at that S car go. <laughs> I, I had a hunch that was going to be That's, the punchline. Well, yeah, because he told you. That's funny every, stuff. Everybody that had not heard the joke was filled with suspense. No, yes, right. I, uh, I have never seen Rook look so disappointed as when Joe <laughs> Rook, blurted I'm sorry, that I'm sorry, man. That one, I, uh, that hurt. I, didn't, that one I thought you would have been aware that that's it's like been around for 50 every years. Every time somebody on this side of the glass tries to play radio, that side of the glass sabotages it. You know, and I, well, it's I, vice versa too. But I, <laughs> you got a point. I heard yeah. that joke for the first time in 1983, yeah. and it was in a movie about these uh, two in- investor brothers Uh-oh. that lived Watch in Philadelphia. <laughs> they, they lost it all on frozen orange juice concentrate. Is there a problem, officers? <laughs> I haven't said anything. I've said nothing. Oh, look at the time. Well, Rook, you got to take us to break. I can do that because I want to talk about MetaFast. What do you got coming up from oh. the warm south? Hey, we'll have some uh, golf talk. We'll have uh, Andrew Kramer talking about the uh, Vikings not letting uh, Kid Stefanski go to the New York Giants, even though they didn't give him the job as offensive coordinator. And Mark Topkin covers the uh, Rays for the Tampa Bay Times, and there are rumors the Twins are trying to obtain a pitcher either Chris Archer or more likely Jake Odorizzi from the uh, Rays, and we'll ask him about that. Were the Twins ever in the U Darvish hunt? Well, they made an offer, but yeah. I don't think they got beyond uh, $100 million. So five years, $110 million, something like that. That was not going to get her done. I'm not sure they're going to live to regret that anyway. Uh, I don't think it will be the worst thing ever, but no. they do have to get some pitcher in there for sure. That's for sure. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It is 11 degrees. The ride with Royce is up next.